had my period and um, he ate me out my period. I never had anyone eat me out my period ever. And it was the first time we'd had sex. You know what they call that? A rainbow The Dolmio grin. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) A listener production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Hello everyone, part two with Georgia Grace and Lucy Wall. Wow, feels like we're on Oprah or something. Um, okay, so we made a butt plug. Yay! Woo. If you want to hear all about the butt plug, go and listen to the previous episode. Go to my Instagram, go to the normal Instagram, go to itsnormal.com. Go anywhere on the street, I'm sure someone will be talking about it because we have been <laughs> going hard. But we decided to do listener questions about the butt plug and anal in general because we have gorgeous Georgia Grace here, sex coach. We have Lucy Walk. I mean, founders of normal. I mean, how more perfect could we get than the two? Fa- what the fuck? You know what I mean? Nothing better. <laughs> and we have me. And we have a gay man. And we have a lesbian. Yes, so really, we've got, we've got, we've got bases sections. covered. <laughs> we love it. Every whole field. So we're just going to ask quick fire-ish questions that are from listeners about anal. First one is, what if I have digestive issues, comma, diarrhea, question mark? <laughs> I mean, I would think that in this case, maybe you're refraining from all kinds of sexual experiences because if you have diarrhea before sex, it, you're probably feeling unpredictable. You're probably feeling a little bit unwell. So just like <laughs> anything, maybe just drink some water, have some lemonade, rest. Okay, but do you think maybe they mean like I have soft oh. poo? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. I never have like active diarrhea. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're, going, you're going ginger ale, go to your GP. <laughs> I'm not qualified to help you with your diarrhea. Okay, so. I love, this. I love the willingness of you to answer that. Yeah. yeah. And the concern on G's face going, so, okay, step on lemonade. Step two. My mom's always like lemonade for everything. Yeah, some stool hardener. And if it gets bad, go to the hospital. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not saying I can. Okay, so yes, I I think that we we did cover in the other episode the fear of poo. But there's, like we said before, you will not be making yourself have diarrhea. There's probably something else going on in your digestive system if you do. But to support yourself in feeling really prepped and confident going into this, as we said last time, it's, you know, having a quick shower, not doing anything anally if you're allergic to dairy and you've eaten an ice cream, um, not after a big meal. But ultimately, poo isn't stored in your rectum. You're not going to be putting the plug or your finger directly into a log of poo. Um, it's often this, you know, fear of shitting yourself. <laughs> I love that it's a long log. <laughs> it's very visceral image. <laughs> Into the it's log, honey log. Oh! That's beautiful oh! rebrand. Let's rebrand. Oh my God. <laughs> We've defamed so many brands and people during these episodes. Sorry, honey log. Yeah, or aligned with something that's really pleasurable, and maybe they'll love it more. So true. That's so true. Um, yeah. So the diarrhea. I mean, obviously, if it's consistent, go to actually go to your yeah. GP. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, laughing. But I think if you have like generally softer stool, you can just prep. 
as you were saying, you can douche, you can Think clean yourself. Think about a lifestyle approach. Yeah. And this is going to be really silly, but also it's a plug. So it actually could stop the diarrhea. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it's actually, actually, thinks, yeah, it's yeah. actually yeah. helping. Yeah. And just, and I, I think the main thing is just go really slowly, like mm-hmm. insert it really slowly, remove it really slowly. If you're worried about it, you know, go to the bathroom and leave whoever so that you have a moment to yourself. But yeah, there, there's a lot you can do to prep. So you're feeling okay about it. And like we said, I think the biggest tip that we've learned from this is just try it by yourself first. So if you have concerns about your um, state of diarrhea or your state of your IBS or whatever, try it on like a medium bad day and then you won't be embarrassed. Nothing bad will happen. You just might have some poo, but I don't think you will. Yeah. But you can see the worst case scenario and then you'll be okay. Yeah, you get used to it. You know Mm. that it's actually fun and pleasurable. Love it. Um, Someone said worried it can go up. This is a really common question. Uh, The answer is a flared base. So essentially you have a base that's like wider at the bottom and that prevents it from going up and never coming out. Yes, and we have a flared base and don't try and push the flared base to see if you can get it up. That's not a fun game and that's a game with no winners. Yeah, and the, re- the, the reason... Is it for Medicare? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the reason that for the flared base too is like the way that we were thinking about it when we were designing it is to make sure that it's still comfortable when it's inserted and that's why, you know, it's soft and it's round but it's wide enough to make sure it won't go anywhere that you don't want it to. So use the flared base as a stop sign. Don't go don't push beyond it the flared base. Don't try and get it... Uh, further up and also the ring of muscles like kind of naturally clenches as well um so like I think a lot of people are like what if I have an orgasm and like I suddenly lose control of everything like that's not gonna that's not how that will work Mm. yeah it's the opposite isn't it when you become intense (laughs) yeah like as you're reaching a climax you get tighter love third question is what if it makes me need to poo it won't G? Yeah, yeah. I think that this is, uh, again, the I, similar to the first question, that it's a plug. So if you feel like you need to poo, take yourself to the bathroom and pause. But yeah, the, the feeling of having something inside of you, sometimes people say, oh, it feels similar to having like a poo inside of me. But that's just perhaps because you're not used to this feeling or sensation. But like any kind of sexual experience, if you need to wee, if you need to poo, if you need to blow like your nose. <laughs> like, when you're into like, the movies it, together, you're like, bring your jumper, yeah. wee, yeah. poo. <laughs> Blow your nose. Drink your lemonade. It's good, it, yeah, yes. It's, it, you're, you're a human body and human bodies do human body things. And and also sometimes we pause during sex and that's totally fine. So if you're feeling like your body's having this function and, and it's needing to have this function, cool, pause, stop, go do it and then come back. It's really human for you to feel anything, but just like any other kind of sex, things can happen during anal as well. Also, another thing with a lot of sexual experiences is like your body has like systems that kind of switch on and off. You know, it's like your body is like, oh, we're in reproduction mode now. Like, let's focus on reproduction Mm -hmm. or like you often find like if you're really stressed, your body is like, I don't really want sex because I'm clearly I have to go deal with this tiger that's chasing me. Is like Mm -hmm. what's happening in your nervous system. yeah. Yeah. So I actually think as well, like. A lot of people might have that fear, but like while you're having sex, your body is not going to be kind of like pursuing a lot of other functions. Mm. Like it's like, oh, cool. We're in sex mode now. So like also Mm. worth kind of remembering that like we kind of have systems for this as well. Mm. But yeah. Which to speak to another bodily function, um, and this isn't about anal, but 
side note, you know when you've had, for people with vulvas, or actually for people with penises too, but like when you've had an orgasm, you feel like your urethra is like really swollen. So you try to go to the toilet to do a wee after and it kind of takes a little bit longer yeah. because then you have to turn on the tap yeah. so that you have to close your eyes because it's a wreck I go, and you're shut like up. wait shut up so like, help I go no shut up away I'm like trying because UTI queen like sitting in the shower going don't talk Imagine to me. Imagine a waterfall. Talk, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. It's, I thought it was just me with my UTI no, issues. No, it's everyone. Great. Because your um, urethra, which is like the tube you wee from, that gets erect and it swells when you're aroused. So it kind of pushes on the place that you're supposed to wee. So, yeah, it can, yeah, take wow. a little bit longer. Okay, so needing to poo isn't really a worry. But, again, I, I just think if you try things out by yourself first, you feel more confident with other people because the poo thing I think is more around being it's obviously entirely or almost entirely the shame of someone else seeing your poo yeah yeah, witness to the poo you know what I mean you have to draw like a sketch of the poo yeah so it's like I think if you do it yourself you're able to see and then you can also do it like in the shower like I've been saying if you're worried about mess yourself doing the shower there's gonna be not much mess just, yeah, it's not the end of the world. I mean, I told my reindeer poo story on my podcast like five, three years ago where we used um, anal beads and because the, my boyfriend at the time was rolling the anal beads in and out, it kind of created little lumps of poo. <laughs> like like reindeer. Yeah, like reindeer poo. And <laughs> what happened was we uh, – it was just on the bed and I thought because we got a charcuterie board, I thought it was a grape. <laughs> I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it, but I did go to pick it up and I went, that's poo. That is not a red grape. That's poo. Now, I told all of you that story. So you guys can be a little bit brave and you can try the butt plug. I also Honestly. think that like if you're having, I think it's just the bare minimum. If you're having sex with a human being, you are human beings. Like just have care and respect for each other to know that sometimes there is spit involved. Sometimes there's cum, you know, sometimes there's ejaculate, like, they're, we're human bodies. Yeah. Do, do each other, like, the human grace of being able to, like, not shame you for having a bodily function. Yeah. I've never been shamed for having reindeer poos on the hotel bed. So <laughs> <laughs> that person, that was a one positive trait. Someone said, how do I get over the stigma of anal being bad? I like this. So I, I think that a lot of what we can do here is start to examine the, these thoughts that we have. So often what I like to do in session is look at this individual and say, you, you know, they may come to me and be like, I feel really bad that I feel bad about this. Like I'm a sex positive person, but why do I still feel bad about this sex idea? We really need to look at the larger systems at play, the, the bigger systems of oppression. And that might that is homophobia. The fact that so many of us have been brought up and told that being gay is bad or um, exploring your body is bad. But even looking at the system or, or like the lack of sex education, education, that the majority of us weren't taught about pleasure at all and especially not about anal pleasure. So when I do that in session, I'm saying that you're you're not the problem for having this idea. And actually you're less of a problem because you're identifying that you want to work on it and you want to overcome it. It's actually so many of these other things that are affecting us and how we feel comfortable exploring or accessing different types of pleasure. Then it's a little bit of self-inquiry and that's thinking, you know, where have these thoughts come from? Do they align with my values? How can I challenge them? 
And then a lot of the work that I like to do is also um, rewriting those scripts through following pleasure. Because when we can move away from something that is challenging or we feel ashamed about and we can refocus it to what feels good and to following pleasure, that's like the the most radical form of resistance against homophobia or, um, you know, all of these other systems of oppression because we're saying this is my body, I can experience pleasure through it and I'm not attaching to all of those other scripts groups that aren't serving me anymore. I think that's so, so true. And like one thing that we've had a lot as a question is like, oh, like why release a butt plug? And like, I think there's even sometimes like this thing underneath that that's like, oh, like are you doing it for attention or because it's like racy. Mm. And I actually like, like my honest answer is like orgasms and pleasure. Like, yeah. we, you know, I, th- I think actually like, and all of us have experienced probably like a, a less intense version of this in our own relationship with masturbation and with sex itself and with partnered sex where like we've probably grown up in a pretty sex negative culture and like have had to kind of deal with like our feelings about those things and like hiding wanking or hiding your first vibrator from your parents or whatever in like that form. And I think this is kind of similar to just being like the reason to do it is because it feels good. Mm, it yeah. feels amazing. And like, that's, that you know, that's why. And I think like being able to kind of even just turn down the noise a little bit on like the racy view to, to just, yeah. and actually just learn about the pleasure and educate yourself. Yeah. Cause I think even that like can be really helpful. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. And yeah. then having yeah. conversations with people about it because this is what we we saw a few years ago when someone would be like I have a vibrator and then someone else is like oh my god I have a vibrator and if you can speak openly about this and and it might not necessarily be I'm really into anal sex. It might be, I'm curious about it, but all of these things are getting in my way. When we can speak openly about sex and pleasure and we can see that, oh, that person's had a similar curiosity or a similar concern or they've worked through their own thing around shame, it starts to normalise it even more. That You don't have to just like unpack it on your own. Actually being in community spaces or, or talking with um, your friends or trusted people in your life can do a lot to make it feel normal because you're like, oh, I'm not the only person who's had this thought or been curious about this. Yeah, or engaging in education as well, that there's so much of on normal, not just about anal, it's about everything, even body image and and there's so much out there that you can engage in and then learn the language to be able to speak to your friends about it. So I think there were even conversations like five years ago about how do I let my like straight cis women being like, oh, how can I convince my boyfriend to let me use a vibrator during sex? And that was a whole conversation. Now that isn't even a question. Like that isn't even uh, its top. And that's come from people having conversations with other people, not really about like the amount of marketing or the amount of actual sales. It's all about people and community, like you were saying. So now we need to have asshole community, anal community. We love it. <laughs> Someone said worried it will hurt. We went through this in the other podcast. But yeah, it shouldn't hurt. Sex should never involve any unwanted pain. If it hurts, stop, pause, slow down. You may want to try externally first, um, adding lots of lube, starting on your own. But yeah, the this toy is not made to hurt you. It's made to make you come. So yeah. if it hurts, stop and try something else. And there are a few things about, oh, sorry, you go, Lucy. Oh, I was just going to say, like, can be a good exercise even to just like reflect back on like, where did I get that idea? Because a lot of the time it'll be like, I've picked up horror stories as like the butt of a joke 
in in a conversation with a group of oh my god <laughs> it's never again it's never ending yeah. um but yeah like you know like you've like oh like that was the punchline of a joke but have I ever actually looked at any information about mm-hmm. anal sex and how to do it safely or like I've seen mm. this like really hectic looking version of it in porn which is like professionals who probably did a lot of prep before they actually mm. started mm-hmm. doing that thing you know like yeah so even just just being like oh like curious about where does my idea that it's going to hurt come from and, and then being like where could I get more accurate sources of information yeah yeah it's normal.com forward slash <laughs> whatever it is um I also think what I was going to say was this toy specifically we have created in mind for the beginner who might be fearful of pain so it's got a quite a rounded tip like we said in the other podcast but I'll go through it again quite a rounded easel happily there's a rounded tip the vibrations can minimize the pain because you're experiencing pleasure from the get-go also you can stimulate other areas with other normal toys or just you know with any toys of any kind or rubbing even just rubbing your clit while you're using it if you have a vulva or mass wanking your penis like it's there's ways to minimize pain and if the pain is overwhelming then it's not it's not good and we should stop and regroup yes pause just pause pause and then like I got to that point like don't feel like you need to get to the plug completely inserted the first time yeah it's play yeah yeah. at the end of the day like approach it the way you'd approach all other sex which is like if it's not feeling good like no more and like yeah like I think people have this like idea that anal exists outside the world of other sex and you're just like same Mm. principles as everything else Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I have a fissure 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 yeah, anal fisher. Fisher, yeah. that's how you say it. Okay, is this Rosie Waterland? Um, <laughs> the, if you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, love you, Queen. She did a whole podcast about it, so I didn't have to say this. Okay, okay. She did a whole thing about her asshole. Um, I feel like the last guy dumped me because I wasn't doing anal with him. That's it. Can you do anal play with a fisher? Oh, okay. Sorry. I this is, yeah. The, I, I mean, yeah. I would actually say speak to a, a GP, speak to a health care professional this is yeah something that would be quite an individual yeah. thing that you need to explore but like yeah if you have a hemorrhoid or like an open wound or anything like it, it's always recommended to just not do anything sexually but this is definitely a conversation to have with someone who knows your medical history not anything that I think a we podcast, could probably yeah. answer yeah and even maybe just like I think a lot of people hear a term like anal fissure and be like oh my god is it like a crack opening in the earth, mm. you know, like volcanic something. <laughs> mm. Like, and um, maybe just like a good recommendation is actually do Google it because most people who get them get them from just straining too hard to poop mm. and they get treated with a cream and then you're fine. Mm. Eat um, your vegetables. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think where they can be connected to anal sex, it's often like having not prepared and like very hard pounding with no lube is like mm. the kind of. The general zone. So I think with something like this, like obviously just chat to your GP and everything like that, but um, the term can sound a little scarier than the reality sometimes. Yeah. And same with hemorrhoids as well, like getting yeah. hemorrhoids. Yeah, same thing. Just, I mean, it's not going to call, like maybe, yeah, if you're doing it aggressively, it might aggravate these things. But again, go to your GP. Enjoy asking your GP about um, if you can be <laughs> fucked in the ass of the hemorrhoids, find a good GP. <laughs> I also reckon you can probably find some information online somewhere from a doctor that is speaking about totally. Sex. I yes. reckon there is something sexual out health there. nurse. Like there, there are yeah. so many yeah incredible people who will give you the information that you need yeah. to have yeah safe sex. Well, yeah, you could ask um, someone if you go to a clinic to get STI checks. I'm sure they have information there. There's a great clinic in Brisbane. I don't know if it's still there. Rapid. I don't know if. 
Do you remember Rapid? Um, I never went there, but I've heard very good things about oh, it. It's my dream. Yeah. It's, it's like my dream world. Rapid <laughs> in Brisbane is Idea my... number three. It's my actual heaven. <laughs> Rapid is my heaven because you can go there and you get on the spot. You just line up for an STI check. You can get all mm. STI checks, including HIV and syphilis, so the blood test as well. HIV and syphilis are just by prick tests on your finger and you watch the result come up. Wow. Nerve wracking, but yes. still yes. good. It's straight away. So, you know, straight away rather than waiting three or four days feeling anxious about this and you get a text in 20 minutes about all the other STIs. So you can do anal swabs, vaginal swabs and throat swabs. So you do everything. It's the best place. It's free. Uh, well, it's government funded, but it's free for the, the user. And I think it's from, I think it's um, an LGBT incentive in the Valley in Brisbane. So if you're in Brisbane... You know how good you got it. You know, actually, yeah. when I go back, I go, I should go to Rapid while I'm here. Like, I love Rapid. I also found an online STI check that I'm going to try and use and get back to everyone. But it, you can get the referrals online. They send it to you? Send it to me. I'm going to see if it works. So, yeah, we've think, seen the model yeah. tried in a bunch of other countries. And mm. it's, I think, like, someone's starting to do it in Australia. Well, yeah. it's insane you have to go into a GP and pay to go to a GP just to get checked for something that it's yeah. like. You can pee on a stick. Or yeah, I'll just swab. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do that. But I, I think it does work. On the STI front, can you get STIs from anal sex? Yes. yes. Just like just like all kinds of sex, like you can get um, STIs of the in your throat. Like the, it, this is why we always encourage people to engage in safer sex practices. So if you are having anal penetration with someone else's genitals, um, making sure that they're wearing a condom. Um, there are also dental dams, which is like a sheet of latex that you can put over genitals or an anus yeah it's just really important to have those safer sex practices as well if you plan on moving from anal sex to vaginal sex yes to wash whatever it is thoroughly because all the good bacteria that is in your rectum you know you need it there but you don't want it going to your vagina nor to your mouth so really simply just go to the bathroom and wash your toys wash the genitals wash whatever um, but then some people might also be like oh okay we'll start with other forms of sex and then end with anal if we don't want to you know take a few seconds to go wash everything and it's the same for like making sure you wash the plug and every toy after you use it with a cleaning spray and storing it in our really hot yeah. toolkit normal have a cleaning spray so it's crazy yeah. use a code abby for 15 percent off um on everything except for option a so the next one is i'm worried it might stretch my asshole too much okay this is a real fear that i had when i was doing exclusively anal not doesn't happen my asshole snaps back like a fresh rubber band. Yeah. This is <laughs> fresh. <laughs> this, I mean, this is like similar to the fear that I think we all had or, or the, the myth we all had heard growing up that was if you have sex, your vagina will become loose. Yeah. But the same myth doesn't go to penises that if they have lots of sex, their penis will become flat, flattened, mm. um, that, you, you know, it, these are really strong muscles <laughs> and putting a, a small butt plug inside of you isn't going to stretch your anus. It's also the stories about people having so much anal sex and they just have poo gushing from their assholes. That's, I mean, I'm sure it's possible. I'm not going to say it's not possible, but it's improbable. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I have the joy of 
hearing lots of stories about sex. And I have a lot of anecdotal evidence for this. And I I haven't heard of any real story of that happening Mm. to someone. Of course, we never claim anything because humans are remarkable and, and things can happen. But it's often really useful to question those stories as, you know, ways of fear mongering around, you know, making sure that people don't explore their anus rather than them being weighted in any reality. Yeah, I feel like it's also probably homophobia that has created those stories about like gay men just shitting left, right and centre. You know what I mean? <laughs> looks at Oscar. Is <laughs> any person looks going, me, me waiting for him to chime in and me going, is that good Oscar? Mm-hmm. Was, that, was that good for me? Perfect. Thank you. Thank yes, you. you very well. I was going to say also sexist, don't you reckon? Like because it's almost like oh, it, an anus could be or like having penetrative sex with an anus is almost like having it with a vagina and that therefore equals bad because it's not really masculine or something mm-hmm. like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. I remember there was a How rumor one time. Yeah, really well. Thank you, my ally. Thank you, ally. <laughs> ally. Um, I remember there was a rumor one time going around Brisbane that um, I did anal with my boyfriend. <laughs> that was it. That was the entire rumor. That was the entire rumor. No, no, yeah. I mean, that, he was the one that I ended up getting fucked in the ass all the time by, but not at that point. We'd been <laughs> yeah. dating for like two weeks and there was a rumour going around and it was like, I remember, this is in what, 2015, and it was like salacious. It was, I was getting like texts <laughs> about it I was getting, and I was like, I mean, no, but like if I want to, I will. Like it was just so like that's how it's almost like you're, it's like, it's like slut 3000. It's like slut shaming 3000. It's like. And she also got fucked in the ass. Because there was two rumours. One of the rumours was I fucked the entire of the Brisbane Lions. (laughs) 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 Was it this was not a premiership winning period? This was like Babe, no, you know they were losing all the time. Maybe they thought like that's why. Like I was the reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Distracting. Distracting. (laughs) Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. But this is why I worked corporate. Like I do like, do you know what I mean? Like I had I would even meet the Brisbane Lions. And then it was that I also had an anal, which was crazy. So you're right, Oscar. It also is another level of slut shaming about anal. Um, okay. How much work is prep? My queer male friends talk about how much work it is. Feels too much for a noob. I love that. Fe- bit much. Too much for me. Now, I think, Oscar, maybe this is one for you about um, the cis gay male community. In my experience, my bottom friends do have extensive prep but mm. I would say it could be overkill that's that's my <laughs> opinion and it isn't homophobic as someone yeah. who gets fucked in the ass as well yeah look as somebody but this is the thing because I top I don't know the extent of it mm. but perhaps they do but maybe they enjoy that are you suggesting that it, you probably don't need to go to that much that I'm saying great. yeah I guess you can and it makes sense for people to, to want to do that particularly if they're like if they're like you know <laughs> any moment. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like if, if they're like regularly having yes. anal sex. Yes. Not at any yeah. moment. Yeah, someone yeah. Can come <laughs> I mean, like, you know, oh my God, I've got to go, guys. You never know. And yeah. that's hot. That yeah. could be their king. That could be their king. Maybe it's ritualistic in a way. Like there's yes. something soothing about like there's yes. a reward in the end and yeah. you're just like, you know. And, and, like, and people like change their diets to, like we were saying before, we don't want to touch on diets really, but I feel like they're, 
there are all levels of prep for this from literally doing nothing like we spoke about in the previous episode through to changing your diet, douching and full enemas. Like there's mm. all. There's yes. like butt scrubs. You can mm. do stuff with hair if you want. Like there's a bunch yeah. of different things. But Anal like, bleaching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's almost maybe drawing a line between like what's like hygiene and what's maybe more cosmetic for lack yeah, of a better word. True. Like I think um, mm. you can make whatever choices you want around it and yeah. Mm. And for some people it, it means that they can go into their sexual experience feeling really good just like you might moisturize mm. because you want your body to feel like really soft and and supple or yeah. you know you you might make sure you have your lubes there like there's everyone will have different things so that they can go into sexual experiences feeling great but it doesn't mean that everyone has to do that yeah I mean I've done both I've done a full prep including like not eating Mexican the night before and then huge sacrifice, big deal, GYG, love you forever, sponsor me. Um, again, another brand that will never touch me, Boost, GYG, fucked. Um, and done a douching and, you know, and then other times I've done without much prep at all just a shower and similar results. But like I feel like I've done it for people that I am maybe more nervous around. Yes. Um, and then I've done it with people and then I've done less for like boyfriends. Yeah. And I haven't really had that much of a change in my shame levels, probably because I'm more comfortable though yeah. with the person that I'm doing it with regularly and not prepping as much. That's pretty common for any kind of sex too. Like I think when you're having sex with someone new for the first time, you might like do certain things to feel prepped for it that you wouldn't necessarily do if you've been having sex with them for a little bit because you're like, you know my body, you know my taste, you know what I look so like. So true. My ex, the first time we had sex, I had my period and um, he ate me out my period. I've never had anyone eat me out my period ever. And it was the first time we'd had sex. You know what they call that? A rainbow the kiss. Dormio grin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's another sponsor that won't be appearing on the set. Okay. Everyone just tells the sales team to just avoid these. Um, <laughs> fuck the Dolmio grin. <laughs> that gave me goosebumps. That gave me goosebumps. Who said that to you growing up? Um, oh, Lucy's got a hand on going, are you okay? <laughs> That's what they said at, at school if, if someone went that down did, on you. But it's Sex just, said they're going, and we also yeah, have the, the Dolmio Green. green. But, Sponsored um, by Dolmio. Um, <laughs> the giraffe. The I'm giraffe. Really happy. Sponsored by Harold. The giraffe's going, Sponsored by Dolmio. And it's going... <laughs> but I, th- I mean, this is just such a myth too because, like, that's – it. it when you have your period, like it doesn't come out. Like if you're eating someone out and they've got their period, oh. it's likely. Oh, okay. Let's it was day one. Yeah. Yeah. And day it made one. Me squirt. Okay. It made me squirt. <laughs> yeah, and all over my bedroom wall. I'm not kidding. It was a spray. <laughs> it was like a sprinkler, but of, but of blood. And I was like, thank Ooh. God I'm getting renovations. So I was like, I, was like, I actually can't, this is like, I could get like done for a murder or something. Did they like, have a dormir grin? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't really remember. I, it was just so hot. But I also yeah. was nervous about the point is initially the first I was like, whoa. And I was like, and also me, this is only like six months ago. This isn't like when I was 19. I was like, whoa, okay, I want my period though. So do you really want it? Because I hadn't been in my period before. And then whoa. after a few times I was like, oh, this is so normal. So it's just comfortability with any kind of thing. I know. I just kind of was like, oh, like. I don't know. I just hadn't ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw it in Saltburn and I went, confirmed, horny. Do it. It's so hot. And yeah, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but it also kind of feels more sensitive. I'm so proud of you for squirting. Do you remember we spoke about the how-to last time? We did. And now I'm squirting 
like I said to you when I saw you last, yeah. left, right, and centre. Yeah, yep. I'm squirting on command. You just need to Literally. do the Literally, tap. there's yeah. blood all over the walls wow, at all times. It's like really, really In the Renault's, the walls are just getting painted. <laughs> I got a, got a Pantone of my period colour, and it's just the walls are going to be that colour. <laughs> no, but I'm squirting. But also, it's only with one person that I've been yeah, able okay. to squirt so regularly. Mm. So I, do, I get, I'm actually, this is a whole other topic, but I'm, I'm getting nervous about new sexual partners and me having to request a squirt. Yeah on the menu and them not knowing how to do, do it. it and then me going, I know that I can. I know it's, I know it's not me. Yeah. I know it's you. Yeah. So that could be a whole other topic. We'll, yeah. we'll see me finding my squirt again. You know what I mean? Back to anal. Um, so, yeah, I think the more comfortable you get, the less you, you feel you need to do in general. And you're so right about other different, uh, yeah. any sexual yeah. experience. It's okay if you want to feel a little bit more cramped. Creamed. Also <laughs> 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 that. Also, if, if you want to get cleaned, creamed, <laughs> go for it. Um, worried about the delivery guy or anyone else seeing the delivery, knowing what's in there. Oh yeah, we got you. Um, it's like it comes in an unmarked bag. Yeah, and it's like billed discreetly. It's yeah, yeah. you know, like and even the name normal is such like a nothing <laughs> yeah. name. Not that it's something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great it's name, great like name. Me, it's a shit name. Company sent you a yeah, toy. it's not naughty yeah. but nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> for the free anti-plug, naughty but nice, but it's like, you know, it's yeah. just normal code. It could yeah. be anything. It kind of sounds like skincare, to be honest. Um, price. I totally get it. It costs this amount, but it's so expensive cost of living. Here's my pitch. In this kit, you get... A bullet vibrator, you get two different size butt plugs. We also can use butt plugs by themselves. They won't be as structurally they'll structurally the they're fine. But oh, they are, but, but will but they be like they won't softer? vibrate. Yeah, they'll yeah. vibrate, yes. Yeah. So they'll feel different. They'll feel different. Yeah. You also we discovered can use them on your fingers at if you have if you have <laughs> fingers the right size, which G and I and Lucy, we all do. So all three of us have different size fingers and we can use them to insert. You can use it vaginally. Spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use it vaginally. You can have. There's actually a little sheet in the, mm-hmm. um, in like the kit. Literally, like over a dozen ways to, to use it, and that's just what we came yeah. up with. Like, there's yeah. more. There's yeah. endless ways to use it. There's essentially four, three pieces in the kit, um, and there's yeah. So it's it's like a it's like a two three for one thing. Yeah, yeah. and like the philosophy was like. You know, even if you use this to try out like anal stimulation, you're like, hey, it's not actually for me. Like, that's completely fine. There are still tons of ways that you can use this, like mm-hmm. yes. in any other, like any other hole um, yeah. and like position that you like. Like, I actually really love using it as like hands free vaginal stimulation. So, being mm-hmm. able to do like clit stimulation, obviously, like, you know, having cleaned everything, but like doing clit stimulation with another toy having it inside vaginally Whoa. and then being like you just get really like intense orgasms <laughs> as well mm. and if you got a second one you could do a butt plug and Lance. that and clear it it's like the full yeah. whoa thank god i have like oh, seven of these at my house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dogs keep chewing them yeah. so i've got like a random assortment of like wires and like kind dogs of love chew. sex toys they love it yeah it's, it's i think they're kind of yeah they're bright and squishy and i know yeah we love it um but yeah I, I there's lots of ways to use it I totally understand you don't have to buy yeah. it don't feel pressure to buy the sex toy but also it's a good couples toy we were talking about as well because everyone can use it. Mm. Um, anyone of any gender can use it. I think it's a great Valentine's Day present. You can. It's mm. it's like it's pleasure all around for everyone. So it's got multi uses. Multi people can use it. Exploration, fun, fun, fun. But totally understandable. Yeah, you do you. Grapes are currently nineteen dollars. So I 
Totally get it. <laughs> yeah. um, my partner is transitioning from male to female and I'm worried they will find it too much. Now, I wonder what they mean about too much. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and transitioning, that could mean anything like that. We don't really know what they're going through, whether that's an identity thing, what procedures, what sort of measures they're taking. If you're worried, they'll find it too much and you're wanting to use this in a partnered situation, talk about it. You will have to talk about it before you do anything. And like, like anytime you're introducing something new to sex, but particularly when you're going through this big change in your life and probably in your relationship, um, speak about why you're wanting to explore it. What are you curious about? How will this allow you to access pleasure or explore a new fantasy? And if they find it too much, then celebrate that. Celebrate their boundary and their no. Thank them for letting you know. And then if you're really wanting it, maybe you can ask them, you know, what is possible? Is it possible for me to wear it whilst we're having sex? Um, is it possible to include any other kind of anal stimulation that, yeah, I think that this is a really common thing when people are wanting to ask their partner for something, but they're scared they're going to react in a way, they're worried it's going to be pushing them too far. But then what happens when you don't speak about your desires or what you're curious about, it kind of pulls you further apart. I think that if we can create context where you're openly allowed to share your interests, it ultimately brings you closer together. And if you're maybe you could also just send them some of our silly content and be like, thoughts on this as like a, if it's, if it's weird to sit down and talk about it yeah, or sometimes this podcast it can be nice. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like having that, like a lot of people will like with the courses and whatever that we've made be like, I really loved having it as like, instead of it being like me and my partner as two people having a conversation, there was this third thing that we could both react to yeah. and like it kind of opens the space mm. a bit. Yeah. yeah. So there's so. heaps of education and there's heaps of yeah. community on the normal Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's, yeah totally to make them feel as comfortable as they can. Someone said, I don't know how to douche. Fill up the douche, squirt it up your asshole, pull it out till it's clean. Um, <laughs> is there anything more? Just follow yeah. the instructions. Make Some of them will be like, you need saline or whatever. Mm. Just yeah. like actually read the instructions is yeah. like yeah. the best Every way to do it. It's that. really yeah. simple. Like when you use it, I use lukewarm water. Just a hot tip. Well, a lukewarm tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone said, I'm worried I'll intimidate my partner. Mm, yeah. And I think this is kind of similar to what I was saying before that, yeah, when we have these sexual desires, we can have this fear that will be too much for a partner. And that's why having that conversation about it is really important. But you might also be surprised. Like they might say, oh, I've, I've always been curious about it too. Or yeah, this is intimidating for me, but they may be able to um, hold space for you to share your desires that it's, it's so, this is such a common fear that if you ask for something that you want, someone will shame you or um, it'll be too much for them. But all, I mean, a lot of human beings have desires. It's really, really normal. And I, I think you can work through a lot of that through really great communication. Mm. Lucy, anything? I think, yeah, like a lot of people, if you're trying to talk about something with a partner, like a nice way to do it can be like, yeah, I'm really open to it. No, it doesn't sound like it's for me. Or like, I need more information. 
as well and being like, oh, cool. Like, how could you step away from that and being like, can I go seek out education? Can I go check out something like this in pornography and see see what I feel about it? Like, so it can just be nice to almost be like, it's okay to have that like middle space mm. where you're not sure yet as well. Mm. Um, and I think the more that you practice doing that with a partner, the easier it gets as well. Like one of the things I love that you say is like sexual communication is learning a new language like mm. and it's okay for it to feel clunky in fact that like you have to kind of feel clunky mm. in order to then feel really yeah. like comfortable and we just haven't had a lot of it role modeled to us mm. yeah so yeah like actually just like mm. it's all right if you're like I don't really know how to ask this but I'm, I'm just going to come out and ask it and and there's no pressure on you to like know what you think yet but like I just love to like start the conversation you know like it's okay to just start there and go from there. Wow. And perhaps the, the intimidation could also be around the fear that you're saying your partner isn't good enough, a good enough sexual mm. partner. And we've worked through this with other toys where, you know, just because you're wanting to use toys, it doesn't mean anything about your body not being good enough, not coming quickly enough. It doesn't mean anything about your partner um, not being a, a great sexual partner. But these are tools. These are your friends. They're, they're there to make sex feel better for everyone. It doesn't say, it doesn't mean that you're not good at sex. It's like when you're making an Ikea bit of furniture and you can either use the Allen key or you can use a fucking screwdriver. And like, it doesn't make you, it doesn't mean you can't do it with the Allen key. It's just like, I'd rather it be a bit yeah. more intense. Teammate, not a competitor. Yes, so true. Um, someone said, what's the best position for the first time doing anal? You have thoughts on this. I have thoughts on this. I personally think being on top. So like almost like if you have the knee flexibility <laughs> like <laughs> squatting onto um the penis but also you can just do it like as you normally would as I would normally ride but um if it's your first time I kind of would like squat on and after using the anal toy to foreplay or any kind of foreplay really whether it's eating ass or anal mapping <laughs> um or touching or vibrators on the outside or whatever you want to use beads whatever then you can insert so you have full control. That's what I like most because otherwise I tense up and I get really worried because even if someone like is the most amazing considerate partner, sometimes also you want to like just get like get to a certain point where you go, okay, cool, I'm ready to get it fully in now. And if they're going really slowly, you need to have your own pace. That's what I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people also picture doggy mm. when they think of anal yeah. and that's just one of like a number of positions. Mm. Like I think spooning can often be really nice because it's like very relaxed. It means mm. you're not tensing other muscles, like often like less kind of deep penetration. So it's good mm. in general. Yeah. Or mm. like 69ing or oral is mm. like an amazing way to do with a butt plug. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or even just missionary lying on your back. Oh, like if it. your body is really relaxed, you're not tensing, you're not holding yourself up. It can be really easy to insert, but yeah, everybody is different. So you kind of Try those and explore and, and one thing will work for you. Amazing. We've got two more questions. We'll answer them quickly. Um, is it medical grade silicon? Yes. Great. Um, and the final one is are you meant to have vaginal sex at the same time as using the butt plug? Yes. <laughs> you can do, well, you can, you can sorry, do whatever sorry. you want. You don't have yeah. to. But <laughs> here, here are the, we now know what Lucy yeah. prefers. Yes. Lucy. <laughs> but, yes. Um, hearty support from me, though obviously – choose your own adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're never meant to do anything yeah. during sex. Like it, it's you up. <laughs> Lucy has different thoughts on this. Yeah. You're just meant to do whatever you want. Yeah. But here are the benefits to having it. 
bionic pussy. If someone is, <laughs> if there's someone with a penis is inside you, you are then vibrating. You have a bionic pussy. Your pussy feels better for you, feels better for them. It's joyous. You also have more pressure and the feeling of being full on the penis. You, they can feel the, the the butt plug and there's a bit less room in there. Um, and you're stimulating orgasm. all of these Body rich orgasm. nerve endings. There's just so much. Yeah. I would yeah. say, in my opinion, the more stimulation, the better. And this is an additional hole. Yeah. So yeah. I love this all round. God, Chooks, we're just the anal queens. We were Whoa. anal for two and a half hours today. Yeah. Two yeah, hours and 41 minutes. That was, minutes. That was very Ooh. interesting. So that's our podcast about anal. There, will, there is so much more for us to say, unfortunately. But we love G. We love Lucy. We love you. We, we love, love you. Oh, my God, guys. I'm so proud of our <laughs> anal, our butt plug modular kit. If you want to get it, it's it's normal.com. You can use Abby. Code Abby for 15% off everything, excluding option A. Um, and honestly, I would encourage getting some sort of extra. Oh, yeah. Get toy, the quid stimulator. Quid stimulator or yeah. cock ring. Yeah. Side note, we need a whole podcast on cock rings. Yeah. But that's for yeah. another day. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Um, all right. <laughs> Find G, G spot for G spot Boy full slash. stop. <laughs> G spot full stop underscore Lucy Skywalker. Normal co on Instagram. They'll all be linked. Also, just look at my fucking Instagram. But love you. <laughs> love you all. A listener production.